Greetings and welcome back to the Amazing Blazing Asian Podcast with none other than, of course, Josh Burong Pongsa. No one is, no one else is doing this. Just me and my phone. And before we start, as in typical fashion, we we like someone else is here, but anyway, we are sponsored. By Tailored Cup Coffee. Where they make coffee made just for you. Again, they have every spectrum of the coffee characteristics that you like. If you like something light, some dark, some in the middle, they got you. Just go to tailoredcupcoffee.com. Uh, discount code in the description below. So, episode two. I guess we're really out doing this. And I know, like I said before in the other, in the first episode, where I know what it sounds like, it might be, it might, you might think it's a stoner just ranting off, whatever. It's like, that's not going to be the whole podcast. Will it happen from time to time? Yes. And that's what we got going on right now. I have gone in the phone booth and come out. As the amazing blazing Asian and the adventures of his thoughts today. So, uh, other day I was looking through Disney Plus and thinking of something to watch, and then I saw Toy Story 4, and I was like, Nah, I think, I think it ended for me with Toy Story 3. Because, like, I don't know, I grew up seeing the very first one, seeing the second one, and finally the third one, where it's got, like, a whole dope-ass ending. I mean, usually for me, like, if a movie doesn't end well, the whole thing just falls apart. Like, you can have the best movie but it has a shitty ending. Just in my opinion, the movie just is then shitty. It's like even it's even worse than if the whole movie was bad, because at that point nothing is letting you down. It's, you're already off the thing, so I think it actually makes it worse. So yeah, I don't think I'm gonna watch Toy Story four because I can't do it. Well, like if people like if I'm on a group one day. And they want to watch Toy Story 4, I watch it. I'm not going to be that picky with it, but just personally. Then 3. And uh, speaking of stories and such, I just had the idea. I mean, since this podcast is called The Amazing Blazing Asian, like, that could totally be a, a superhero comic. You know? Except, uh, See, the amazing blazing Asian, like I was thinking, his superpowers would be he can float and he can turn groceries into snacks. Maybe some, something, another here and there. And then his arch villain would be the cops, <laughs> the police. They gotta show that uh, this shit's still illegal, at least federally. And then like the biggest boss is like the DEA or some shit. But, uh, 
And then pretty much the story of the comic will be just showing you how useless of a superhero is like sub Aquaman before they gave him the sexiest person alive to play or to have that be the face of Aquaman getting bitches wet all over the world anyway uh yeah however uh his hidden identity as a civilian is a super smart successful guy so as to not perpetuate the stereotype that stoners are useless lazy fuckers no i won't have that but just as a superhero it's just it'll just be comically how useless he is on his adventures as he goes out trying to help the world but just fails miserably i don't know so uh i might do that if somehow this podcast catches traction for some reason and people like listening to me do listening to me do these rants now i'm thinking like what his origin story could be and i'm just thinking maybe asteroidal something comes in from outer space so it's like galactic weed and then he smokes it and gets so high he turns into a superhero and it just build it up to make it seem like he's gonna be some epic thing and then he's just completely useless like he can't really fly he can float and if the wind is blowing in the wrong direction he'll end up going that way instead but if he actually gets to a crime scene on time before it's all over and it's just like oh but people walking by it just turns their groceries into snacks so when they get home their significant other can get mad at them for not getting the right stuff i don't know i'm just trying to have fun doing this oh and then the secret identity dude would be the hardworking entrepreneur guy and then he starts the businesses that i think of that would like if the whole if there's a whole population of me's out there i would make a lot of money because of it like he'd start a business i was thinking of it's like just you take three of my favorite things strippers uh haunted houses and guns and i don't know maybe i'm a little bit of a freak with this but i i think the like horror and like sexy put together super sexy and so i was thinking like you would go into a haunted house and then all the monsters and ghosts and whatnot would be like sexy sexy monsters and sexy ghosts and whatnot and then as you're going through his house to kind of defeat them, you have a gun, but it shoots dollar bills at them. And that's how you pay them to do their whole scary but sex. I don't know. Uh, this is still a process. Damn it, Annie. Sorry, that's my cat. 
Sorry, still in quarantine, and you can use all the company you can get. But, uh, yeah, if I ever get uh, rich and famous, or at least rich, I'm totally doing this. It's like, I could lose my ass, but it's just, you just gotta do it. And definitely a haunted house. Like, I've had plans. Like, I, I really enjoy haunted houses. They're like, because backstory, I used to be completely terrified of horror-related stuff, like movies, stories, haunted houses, like, I've almost was one of those people that you had to kick out halfway through, because they couldn't do it, because it was just that bitch-ass of a person that they got too scared to walk through a haunted house, that was me, it wasn't until I started working, like, a real job, and somewhat hating my life, and then I was like, oh, God, I need something to do that's not work. I need something, just anything. And this happened at the point of Halloween. And I was like, oh, haunted houses, I can go do that. And the sheer boredom of being an adult, fear is what gave me joy outside of that. So it's kind of weird how that happened. But anyways, like, the only thing that's different from before and now is like I still get terrified but I like it now so uh yeah I had some ideas for a haunted house and I was thinking well if I share those haunted house haunted house ideas on here and if I actually make them you'd know what's coming but probably the people that go through it don't listen to this so I'll share it with y'all so haunted house ideas uh I had, I can't think of all of them at the top of my head, I've had some of these written down, but the biggest one that I really want to be able to do in a haunted house is, I'll call it the uh, Helen Keller room, and don't judge me yet, let me explain. So, in the portion of the haunted house, you would have, you would only have two people, three people max in a haunted house, it's like, you don't want big groups, it's, no. It's way more intimate. It's like, it's a better experience when it's just two by yourself. Oh, God. Anyway, so you have this couple walk through and they get into a hallway, right? And at the end of the hallway, there is some sort of character there. I was thinking maybe a witch doctor or some magical voodoo type shit. And he's casting or she or whatever you want to say, uh, starts casting a spell on you, right? And then gets your attention to look at a certain direction with a flash, and then the tiny hallway that you had walked into expands out, and then all the lights go off, the flash blinds you, and then I want to blast, like, white noise, sound canceling, whatever, so it's like all you hear is just white noise, like the from the old TVs. And so what happens then. Is you lose your sense of sight. From the blinding flash. You lose your sense of touch. Because the hallway becomes a giant room. And then the white noise. Blocks out whatever. And so you can't hear. So you become blind. You can't feel anything. And you can't hear anything. And. So that's just like. It completely puts you out of your element. And then 
if possible, since you're blind and you can't hear anything, you can't feel anything, you would have the room flooded with uh, ghosts or monsters, like <laughs> hot ghosts and monsters, and then the light turns, and yeah, as you're discombobulated and whatnot, the, the monsters go in and surround you, and then the lights slowly turn on, and then you go from nothing until fucking everything is surrounding you. That's just one idea that I had that I wanted to do for a haunted house. And then I also had, I thought of another one that's like a pretty demented one, but it's a haunted house. It's supposed to be terrifying. Like, as you would go through, you would open the door and it would be kind of stuck. So you have to hit it a little harder and harder. And then when you open the door, it... um activates a mechanism that kills a person in the room. Well, not for real, but simulates it, like uh, opening the door, knocks out a chair that a dude was standing on, and so now he's hung himself because you opened the door type thing. So it's like you caused some terrible action, and that's just, I don't know, that sounds bad to me. And also, overall, it would be minimum gore. Like, there wouldn't be just gore for the sake of gore. That's just hacky to me. There's no real creative effort in there to try and get a scare. Which is maybe the reason I like it so much. Because it's pretty similar to comedy. Like, horror is similar to comedy in the fact that once you've seen it already, it doesn't get the same effect. Like... If you hear a joke that with like a really good punchline that like has a real good twist and you didn't see it coming, that's usually when you get a really hard laugh. And in the realm of horror, it's the same thing. If you don't see it coming, that's what scares you the most, usually, you know. And it's just such a sweet moment where it's like... The first reaction, the very first reaction to it is the experience. And you can't really get it back again. It's like a one-time deal. Like a one-hitter. It's like you set everything up and then boom, reaction. And then you're never going to get that again. And it's just so satisfying. I don't know. It's like... Some next level shit. And then one other thing I was thinking of doing. Is uh, like in the last episode. I mentioned I really liked food as an art form and all that. Because there's just so much you experience out of food that. It all comes together and it's just an amazing experience. I kind of wanted to do like a. Um, I know what it sounds like. Bougie and all. Was it pretentious? But I kind of wanted to do a uh, food critic type thing, and no, I, I ain't calling anybody out though. But I'm like, I'm not just gonna go to a place and like say, "Oh, this food is amazing," whatnot. Which I'm sure it is, but I can get a little picky sometimes. 
not quite picky, but I'll just notice like if something's overcooked, it's a little dry, or if the portions of the food aren't flowing together. Like I remember going to this one place where I'm not gonna say the name of it yet or anything, but if I do do this like a maybe a little section or a special episode uh in here, but Anyway, so, uh, yeah, the restaurant I went to is, like, really nice, awesome place. And you can tell all the ingredients were fresh, uh, quality and whatnot. Eggs Benedict, but it didn't go, it wasn't put together well. Like, the egg was okay. Uh, it was cooked a little more than I would like. And the ham was just a really thick slice, so the ham ended up overpowering everything. You didn't have, like, a nice flow of flavors. It's just, bam, ham right in your face. I was like, okay. And then the the bread that it was on, it was fried too hard. It was like, it didn't have, like, a nice crunch to it. And then just the whole thing didn't flow well together as well as it could have. And I don't want to do this with the intentions of, like, shitting on people or anything. Because... I would hope that it would show them that they're fucking up somewhere and they need to fix it if they want to continue a lot longer, you know? I was thinking maybe you can do that maybe every seven episodes or something like that. So, yeah. I think you probably have listened to me talking right long enough. So, uh, I'm bidding you adieu. I think that's the right word, right? I don't know. I'll find out. But, uh, yeah, just, again, we're sponsored by Taylor Cup Coffee. Uh, they help a lot. And have a good time. Peace.